Welcome to the Who Is Your Business podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, current issues, current events through the lens of communications and marketing, and also take calls on the specific weekly topics and, and comments as well, but also comments and calls about maybe other communications and marketing things going on in your world or in your professional life. This week's episode um, is it's really an interesting one, I think. It's, it's, it's coming, looking at Will Smith's apology video that he just released through the lens of crisis communications. So I think it's important, though, before we get started to distinguish this as not a conversation about what happened about um, Will Smith as a person or passing any judgment on anybody involved with what happened. This is solely a conversation um, from a communications professor, professional who, um, you know, have a lot of years in crisis communications working with um, CEOs and um companies around the world on really tough crisis issues. That, that That's what this conversation is about. It's just looking at it saying, okay, we know what the crisis communications playbook is. We know what the best practices are. Of course, they need to be tweaked to each individual situation. But knowing what we know as crisis communications professionals, what would we say Will Smith in the apology video did right? Uh, and what... What would we say, Will Smith, in the video, um, what did he do wrong? I think also, you know, we say Will Smith, but it's, it's obviously not just him. I mean, it's very clear looking at the video, there was an entire team behind this. Um, it was three months, I think three months ago when this, this event actually happened. Um, and so um, not that he was working on this video for three months, but there was definitely time that he worked with the team on this, which he, which makes sense. You know, someone with his resources who has who he himself is a major brand. Um, you don't want to do, you don't want to do uh, an apology video or even comment on this really without some professional help uh, in the communications and marketing world. So I think it's, I think it's smart. I'm not judging him. Um, I do think, and we'll get into this a little bit. You, you just might not want it to look so much like you got the help of communications and marketing professionals. I think that's the only, that's the only comment there. So, um, so we'll dive into it. And first we'll talk about, you know, I think the three things that Will Smith did right. So in any crisis communication scenario, there are three steps or three things that you must address if you are involved or are at any point responsible for any part of a crisis. So there's three things. One of them is that you take ownership for what you've done or what you've caused. And so, you know, in some crises, you may not, you or your organization may not be the sole um, party responsible for this. So you don't need to take responsibility for anything that is not within your um, responsibilities. But it is important to take whole, you know, full responsibility for everything that you are responsible for. And then to apologize not just apologize, I'm sorry this happened, but apologize specifically to the people who were affected. And I think Will Smith did that. He 
says the words, I apologize. He says, I apologize to you, Chris. He then apologized to Chris's mother because he had seen an interview about it. And then he also apologized to um, Jada and, and his family. And um, those are the people who were most, oh, and he also apologizes to like the Academy and his peers. And so those are the people who were most clearly and uh, immediately affected by what happened. And so that's like block and tackle, very clear crisis communications. That's, that's just what you do. You, you take ownership for what you've done. I mean, obviously it was on international TV, so it's kind of hard to hide from it. But take ownership for what you did. You apologize to the people who are affected by it. So that's step one. Step one's covered. You did it. The second thing in any crisis communication situation that you need to do is to talk about what actions or steps you're taking to not, you know, maybe to rectify what had happened. So he says, you know, he um, has reached out to Chris. So that's part of it. But also so that something like this is less likely to happen again in the future. So, of course, you cannot say this will never happen. You, you just don't know. So and, and you don't as an organization or a grant like want to make promises that you have don't have full control over. So he did that right. He said um, that um, he was reaching out to Chris to talk to him and he's ready to talk. So that's kind of addressing, you know, trying to make up for what it, or do what he can about what had already happened. But then he, and he only mentions it briefly, but I, I don't know if he had to really go into it anymore where he talks about, um, he says the work that he's been doing. And I kind of interpreted that as like, you know, getting some counseling or therapy or emotional or social emotional health help. Um, and so we talked about doing the work for that. And, and, and he kind of alludes to earlier in the video that he was in a fog and kind of things were a blur. And so that, I think, to me, clear enough communicated that he was doing stuff to kind of do what he could to rectify what had already happened. And he was in the middle. He didn't say, I have work. He said, I'm working, things I'm working on. That shows like a continual effort that he's making to limit the likelihood of this happening again in the future. So that's step two, any crisis you're going to do. So step one, you admit what you did. You apologize to the people who were affected. Step two, you talk about what you're doing to fix the problem if you can or whatever you can of that problem that can be fixed. And then what you're doing to kind of see if this doesn't happen again in the future. So he did those. Step three um, is you point to the future and like you kind of want to end it on like an optimistic, more positive tone, um, which he did. Um, he had these questions that were being posed to him somewhere uh, off, off camera. Um, and one of them was, um, what would you say to people who look up to you and were let down by these actions? And I'm somebody who, you know, has forever idolized Will Smith and his career and what he's been able to accomplish. And so this question was particularly interesting to me, but he said, um, stick around, you know, he wants to bring happiness into the world, stick around with him and he'll, he promises or he'll try to make it that we're friends again. And so that was um, a somewhat human and personal way to point to the future to say like, okay, Hey, we're going to, things are going to be better in the future. Just kind of give me, give me a second chance and, and stick around and, and watch what I do from here. So, Again, those are your block and tackle. Like there's no other way to address a crisis. Obviously, you have to tailor what you're doing to each situation. But he very specifically addressed, you know, took responsibility for what happened, 
apologized to the people who were affected, said what he was doing to remedy the situation and also to make sure something like this doesn't happen again in the future or at least less likely to, and then look to the future and end on a somewhat more optimistic tone. He did all of those things. So that's like checkbox, checkbox, checkbox. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that this was a entirely a success. So as I mentioned, you have to take best practice in any situation, any comms and marketing, probably any industry. You need to take what the best practices are apply, and apply them to the situation very specifically. And, and also really considering like who is the spokesperson here and who is the intended audience here. Um, so the spokesperson here is obviously Will Smith. He's a uh, famous movie star, musician, business person. Um, he is he uh, is a, a massive, massive brand. And so there's a lot of you know baggage that comes with that. People have unrealistic expectations. People pass judgment. People will jump on you. Um, so it's actually really, really hard. So you don't you know as I if I would apply the best practices to Will Smith here, it would be to err very hard on the side of being a relatable human because people like love celebrating um, celebrities and superstars, but equally like to jump on them when things are down and then throw that star status back at them as if it's some sort of negative and they're, you know, disassociated with the real people and the general public and stuff like that. So I would have had him air very hard on the side of being way more human. And I think there's a lot of room for improvement in this video on being more human. And there's a few comments on that. One, the video itself is just extremely staged. So not only are there multiple cameras, there's a microphone sitting there. He has his Will Smith branded hat on. And then to his right, uh, our left, there's a video that says the world is, I mean, a poster that says the world is sick. Love is the cure. And that is obviously put there. And if it wasn't put there for this, it was very deliberately included in a lot of the different cuts of the video of him talking. So I just think it looked very staged. It didn't look like a human talking to, you know, humans. It looked like a celebrity talking to the public. And that's what it is. And that's okay. It's not a horrible thing, but that is definitely where I would have started with just what the visuals are. So, and you know, there might be people like, it's interesting to do this test where, you know, maybe you, maybe you've seen this video, maybe you haven't, but to compare the people who have seen the video the first time they saw this apology and maybe those who didn't, who won't see the video, but listen to the words, they might, they will, you know, most likely have different opinions of, of how this was executed. So I think, I think that's, that, that's one of the big ways that, um, you know, he really could have improved on is just, is just being a little bit more human. I think, I think the other thing is just the way that the questions were posed. It was extremely forced. It, you know, it, it wasn't, it was almost as if it felt like he didn't want to actually do this. Like if it, the questions, like him having to answer questions was almost like he was being interrogated and he was like, you know, the opening text in the video says something like, you know, it's been a minute and, and you've been asking me questions. So I thought I'd take time to answer it kind of like, okay, fine. I'll answer these questions because I've been so silent. 
as opposed to them there being no questions and him just starting, what I would have advised him to do is he just starts the, the video by saying, um, like, you know, it's taken me a while to gather my thoughts and uh, this is just what's in my heart right now. And then just talk from there. He didn't need these to pose these questions. He didn't need to set this whole production up to make it look as produced and as forced as it was. It, it's almost like it made him... It's like he didn't want to do it. That's I think that was the message that I um, that I took away from it. Um, and I think the other thing is the multiple camera angles. I think were very misguided, like especially when they go to the side shot. So if you think about any, you know, think about like big presidential addresses or any like really serious moment. There's none of this production value. There's none of this side shots and like all this stuff. It's like literally just someone looking dead into the camera. So they're speaking directly to the person who's looking at it. And that's, that's, that's the way I would have done it. Um, the other thing that I think is worth pointing out, and this is just tactically, like, of course, we don't know what was going on after. We don't know what was going through Will Smith's mind. Um, and so I'm not judging Will Smith as a person at all about how long it took to produce this video, but as a strategy, as a crisis communication strategy, you do not want to stay silent. And then three months later, like give the story legs again. So in a crisis, it's most important to have, you know, accurate information but the second most important thing is to have timely information so you'd rather wait before you have all the facts before you communicate but as soon as you have those facts you want to communicate as quickly as possible and you want to do that for a couple of reasons one if there is an information void people will fill it and it most likely isn't all going to be what you want to be filled into that void so the quicker that you can be the one owning your own message and story and filling that void, the less of a void they'll, they'll actually be. So that's one. The other thing in a crisis is it's, it's your goal for a crisis and the story around it to end immediately or as soon as possible. No organization wants to drag a crisis along. And definitely no organization wants a crisis to kind of be over after like a week or two. And then three months later, bring it up again and now give this entire situation more legs. I mean, it's, it's real. like, again, this is, we're talking about a human here, not an organization. And this is a human to human thing that happened. And so this is different. And again, I'm not judging Will Smith as a person. I'm just saying as a crisis communication strategy is a terrible move. Ideally, you know, a week or two weeks would have been completely understandable as if you were an organization doing this, but then you would have wanted to jump in immediately and say, you know, what was on your heart. It didn't have to be this five minute, 44 second highly produced video. It literally could have been like a quick Instagram video just with your face and just saying, I need time to gather myself. I'm sorry for what happened. And and you know, hang on, and 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 I'll and I'll be there, and I'll be back with you in in a minute or whatever. Like you don't have to have all the info, but he could have addressed people, you know, at least that way. And again, you don't know what's going on and stuff like that. But 
as far as crisis communication goes, that's like a huge, now this, now this is a story again, when I think people had already moved on and forgotten about it. So, so those are the things. So a lot of things we've done right. Um, and I think where his team probably could do better would be to take best practices and uh, adjust them and adapt them to the situation, the spokesperson, and then the audience.